Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. And we are live. Good evening, everyone. It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, live out of the United Kingdom. It is six o'clock, uh, 1800 hours London time on the 24th of September 2020. And as always, to start the show, strong Bitcoin hand or that one, whatever it is. Strong hand, people. That's the name of the game on this channel. If you're new to the channel, we will help you build your strong Bitcoin hand. As always, please like this video, share it, subscribe, bash the bell button so you get notified when I go live. I go live twice a week on a Monday and a Thursday um, at 6 p.m. London time. And that's quite a regular thing. It has been for the last couple of years. Tweet it out. That will help the show tremendously. And then just get in the chat and learn. If there's one thing that I've done over the last three and a bit years when I've been on people's shows is I am in the chat learning. Just, you know, maybe you feel you know it all, but there is always something we can learn. Be that something about Bitcoin, be that something about ourselves, be it listening comprehension. It doesn't matter. The name of the game is learn. And as I go around the different shows, I see people in the chat frivolously chatting when I'm not saying you do whatever you want to do. As long as you're not rude in my chat, you can do whatever you want to do. But when I go on shows, I'm listening and learning because I want to pick things up. And if there's one thing I would encourage you all to do is learn listening comprehension. Pay attention to what's being said, what's being shown and build your strong hand, but also learn. I came into this three and a bit years ago, never heard of the word crypto, never heard of Bitcoin, didn't know what it was, and decided that I wanted to be in the rabbit hole and I wanted to learn. So when I'm on someone's show, I'm not always chatting, but I'm always there listening, watching, and learning. And you should be doing exactly the same. Um, If you're new to the channel, pound the like button. 
That's the first thing. Hit that like button so we can get more eyeballs on this show. Quick shout out to some people in the chat. I do notice that we've got some of the hardcore regular Bitcoiners with us. JC Botha is in from South Africa, Yorkshire Bitcoiner from the UK. We've got my lovely wife Elaine, Mrs. UK, Buffy W, my daughter. We've got Zaza coming in from the US. Satoshi's with us. Good to have you with us. Proud Zionist Jew, Adam Meister, aka Bitcoin Meister, is with us as well. I think I saw Casso a little bit earlier. But uh, great to have you all with us, people. Do let people know about my channel so that we can get more eyeballs on it. Now, hopefully that's been long enough of me waffling for you to see this disclaimer up on the screen here that says I don't give financial advice. Please don't take anything I say as red. Don't take anything I say as financial advice. It is just me sounding off about Bitcoin on my show twice a week. It is very important you do what I did, get in the rabbit hole and be open to learning. I learned a phrase many, many years ago, and that is this. <clears throat> education will earn you a living. Self-education could make you a fortune. This is about self-education. This is about learning one bit at a time about yourself, about Bitcoin, about life, about strong hand. It doesn't matter what it is. Self-education will make you a fortune. So it's imperative that you get in the rabbit hole. You do your own research. You only afford uh, invest what you could afford to lose. You don't overinvest. You only invest if it feels right for you. Don't allow anyone, particularly me, to influence you in any way to buy Bitcoin. It must be your decision. Very quickly, for anyone new to the channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com is where you will find the videos I've done to date. Bitcoin interviews is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done to date. And finally, for those that want to drop a lightning tip, there is the tipping.me address there. Again, would I prefer that or you tweeting this out? Well, that's going to cost you a few Satoshis. Tweeting this show out is going to cost you nothing but 30 seconds of your time. Go to the top of the chat and you will find the link. Just tweet it out. Maybe say, hey, UK Bitcoin Master's just gone live. Head over and check his channel out. That would help me more than those Satoshis. So <clears throat> let's get on with the show. Uh, before I do, quick shout out to my good friend down in Australia, Bitcoin to the moon. Sent me this t-shirt, love wearing it. Bitcoin will go to the moon at some point. Happy to give you a shout out if you've got any merchandise you want to get over to me. Uh, obviously, Dan at JustLearnBitcoin.com has sent the bracelets, so I like to promote uh, those. Whatever you've got, get it to me. I'll wear it on the show. I'll have it on the show and I'll promote your merch. Zaza in the chat does merchandise as well. Um, there was someone else. That was bigvisioncustoms.com. <clears throat> I think somebody else does some, but hey, Lance Hoddle, welcome to you. Great to have you with us uh, as well. So let's get over to the desktop. Let's see what's going on in these utterly crazy crypto markets. 
and that didn't work very well. Hold on, let's try that again. <clears throat> Here we go. Sorry, tickly throat. Now, I was, I've got the show set up to help some of you strong handers because earlier on today, we saw the price was down hovering around the low 10,000s. And, you know, people seem to be freaking out about that, but I, I don't know why. And I'm going to help you if you're new to the channel, watching this in the future when we've another halving's gone by and, you know, the big drops are from 100k down instead of 10k down. Whatever it is, it's all cyclical. But I'm going to help you to understand that what is going on is normal. So, as we can see, there's a bit of a pump right now around 10.655. You can see earlier it is way down, but of course, we've got a bit of a pump going on. Let's have a look in, and zoom out. <coughs> Excuse me, I've done this quite a few times on my shows. And let's look at the overall chart since 2010. And as you can see, you know, um, if I move along, you can see not much happening. It bobs along and then we get the big run up, run up in 2017. Right. OK, so everybody wants that pump and everybody's so impatient. They just want the pump to come and they don't want the day to day fluctuations. Let's take a look now at what happened leading up to the big pump of 2017. Here's the top. If I pop this on here somewhere, I can't. There we go. 19.3. I think it just touched 20K. But let's come back a little bit and let's look here. Hang on. Let's get this. There you go. Right. So <clears throat> on the 8th of November 2017, we had the Bitcoin price at 7,458. If I move this along less than a week, we get the Bitcoin price down to 5.8. Pretty well, roundabout, a 20% retracement. 20%. Okay, so how many people at this point potentially freaked out and sold their Bitcoin out? Not zooming out and not realizing if they'd have just held it, they'd erode the pump all the way up to the top. OK, yeah, we obviously know it came back down afterwards. But the point is, this here is nothing more than a blip on the radar if we zoom back out again. Look, it was just an up and a down on the way to the top. And what we're going through right now over here on the right is just an up and a down on the way to reaching the all-time highs again, surpassing those all-time highs, and then moving on and upwards towards wherever the next all-time high is going to be. There's a lot of so-called experts and analysts out there that are saying that, you know, it's going to go past 100k. No price predictions on this channel, but, you know, 5x from 20k would see 100k, you know, 5x down back down here from what, hang on, I don't know where we are, but, you know, moving up to 20k. So it can definitely happen again. You know, we can't, we, got, we haven't got a crystal ball, but there's no reason it can't happen again. So I just wanted to show you that if you are wobbling, you know, everyone comes on the show saying, yeah, I've got a strong hand. But how strong is your hand? What has the retracement got to be? before 
without letting the rest of us know you're wobbling and thinking, oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, maybe you're over leveraged. I don't know, you know, but my strong hand, and we were chatting about this last night, is whether it goes to 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. I'm holding. I am hodling for dear life because I'm not in this for short-term gains. I'm in this for the long term, people, and you should be too. So let's get over and see what articles I've come across that we can talk about. Okay, disclaimer, I'm still learning. So many of you in the chat probably know more than I do. Well, definitely know more than I do. Um, I'm just learning about Bitcoin options. But apparently an option, if you read this complete article, is where you can buy Bitcoin at today's prices or you can hold it and buy it in the future at today's prices. So say it's 4K, you know, and in the future when you do buy it, it's 11K, you get it at 4K. I think that's what it means. And of course, there is a time when those options end. And right now, we're talking of a billion dollars in options ending or expiring tomorrow. That inevitably will probably have a... Uh, you know, uh, 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 I've lost for words. It's going to have a direct, um, the head's gone. That's a live show and I can't think of the word. Um, a direct, it doesn't matter. It's going to affect the Bitcoin price somehow is what I'm trying to get at. Flip it now, Brian. Pull yourself together You're like a pair of curtains, man. Okay, sorry, little UK joke there. So it's going to have an effect on the price, which means the price could be volatile. I thought I highlighted something here, um, but it looks like I haven't. So the point is, if you know this is coming and then there's a correction or a pump up, it may be, yeah, thank you, Elaine, an impact on the price. Now, I know you're going to get this 30 seconds, a minute after I've said it. There's a there's a delay. There's a latency, as they call it, from when I go live to when you guys are getting it. But Elaine, thank you. The word is impact. God, brain dead there for a minute. The point is, if you learn what sort of things going on out there in the markets can, will, or may be affect the Bitcoin price, when you see a swing, you can maybe say to yourself, no need to freak out or panic. That is probably to do with the Bitcoin options expiring. That is why we need to learn so we understand what makes it happen. If all you do is accumulate Bitcoin and then look at the charts, you see a load of red candles down. It is easy to freak out and think, oh, my Lord, what have I done? I need to get out before it goes down any further. You see an article like this, it helps you to level out the emotional roller coaster that we are all on. SciFlyer67 is in the house, holding till the end, holding till moon is what I've got to say about that. But yeah, uh, do or die, <clears throat> down with the ship or moon with the ship. I had to put this one in there. Be cash. Uh, struggles with adoption, developer community shrinking. 
So Bitcoin Cash has failed to beat Bitcoin in terms of transaction volume and network hash rate metrics. Their hash rate is it's almost along the the baseline of zero, really, if you look at the hash rate chart. Um, <clears throat> similar to other altcoins, the BCH continues to face adoption problems. Key takeaways from that. Bitcoin Cash does not have the much needed unique selling points that would help it attract new users and help grow the ecosystem. The project faces substantial competition from comparable projects in the space. Over the past year, the project has lost more than 60% of its active devs. Although current technological improvements on the Bcash network provide some benefits, they're not enough to attract more extensive usage of the protocol. The project needs to find a unique value proposition that would help differentiate it from the competition. Otherwise, it risks losing supporters. Uh, <clears throat> I've shown you this because... If you're going to put your money somewhere, do you want to put your money money into a $200 billion asset that right now is out there crashing the market, crushing the markets, or into something that's got a figurehead in Roger Ver, someone that can make decisions, offices, points of failure, attack vectors, however you want to wrap it up. You know, this is, by the way, if you're new, this was a fork, the first fork of Bitcoin when a group decided that they didn't like the direction Bitcoin was going. And they decided that they had the Satoshi's vision, if you will, from the white paper and they forked off. And then there was another one, a BSV fork. And I've also been reading today that apparently a lot of people that were supposed to be going companies, <coughs> going and talking at BSV conferences have now looked into it and have pulled out. So again, <coughs> do you want your money in those asset classes, Bitcoin, cash or BSV or in the rock in Bitcoin. So, you know, I don't want to just stamp all up and down on Bcash. I think as time goes on, it will have its place. Is it ever going to replace Bitcoin? In my opinion, not a cat in hell's chance. Not a cat in hell's chance. Not in my lifetime, for sure. So, uh, I'm firmly entrenched in Bitcoin. There's the Bcashers that want to slam Bitcoin maximalists. There's the Bitcoin maximalists that want to slam Bcashers. Each to their own, the ecosystem is going to need, you know, a load of coins that aren't going to do much. But ultimately, Bitcoin is the one shot that we've got at sound hard money, in my opinion. <clears throat> By the way, if you want to get my attention, if you want me to read a question out, if you want just a shout out, type in UK Bitcoin Master. It will light up the chat in orange. It will stand out to me. I'll happily give you a shout out. Um, reasons that prove the efficacy of Bitcoin purchase with PayPal. What I wanted to do here, being, you know, uh, uh, an average Bitcoiner that doesn't understand all the tech, is just say to you all, let's just zoom in for a minute on what we're looking at here. Who would have imagined three years ago, we would be talking of being able to purchase Bitcoin through something like PayPal? No, 
I remember when I got into it, they were saying, you'll never see Bitcoin in banks. There'll never be Bitcoin banks. And JP Morgan was slamming it. And Warren Buffett was calling it rat, po rat poison squared. And, you know, it was being slammed everywhere. Here we are just three years on. And we've now got articles like this talking of Bitcoin being able to be purchased through PayPal. You know, would I know? But, you know, just imagine another three years where this whole thing's going to go. You know, we've got the micro strategy narrative, haven't we? You know, uh, Michael Saylor is out there being interviewed everywhere. And everybody's like, oh, Michael Saylor, the Bitcoin evangelist, etc. Don't put him on a pedestal, but is he good for the space? Yes, he is. Is he saying all the right things about Bitcoin? Yes, he is. Is he putting his money where his mouth is? Yes, he is. Should we respect him for that? Yes, we should, because he is helping all of us to create that ultimate Bitcoin adoption and help the process speed up, in my opinion. Again, another bullish sign, Gemini, the Winklevi, um, launching. They've launched now in the UK as part of their global expansion. So, you know, I'm looking for things like Swan Bitcoin to come to the UK. I'm told um, by Brady and Corey and the team that it's not likely to happen anytime soon. So for now, we're stuck with things like Wirex, Coin, uh, Coinfloor, Coinbase, etc., but I just love Swan. But, you know, more and more, this is going to go global. And, you know, so when you look at what's happening with the price swings, that's just price mania. That's just market manipulation, in my opinion. Just an opinion. OK, this is the real deal. What is going on there out there with the big institutions, the massive companies that are piling into Bitcoin, saying good things about Bitcoin, etc. This is what we should be looking at. I think they refer to it as the macro view. You know, take a zoom out like I talk about with the price of Bitcoin. Zoom out and look at the macro from 2010 to you know 2020, like the last 10 or so years. You know, don't look at the, the, the day to day or the hour to hour candles you know, it's good to know what's going on. But what you want to do is be building your strong hand with all of this type of stuff that is really, really bullish, ultimately, um, for Bitcoin. <clears throat> now, I've mentioned this before on my show, uh, talking about if you held 0.28 of a Bitcoin, you could be in the top 1% wealth bracket someday. I think I may have highlighted something to read here. Yeah, I did. There we go. If you hodl, it says here, if you hodl uh, hold 0.28 Bitcoin and Bitcoin is the world reserve currency, you'll be in the top 1%. Thus, holding one Bitcoin means you may have 400x more than the average person on the earth. So when you hear Bitcoin Meister, for argument's sake, because he's taught me most of what I know, when you hear him say, you know, aim for one Bitcoin. He hasn't said that for years for the good of his health. He said it because stuff like this, holding one Bitcoin puts you in the Bitcoin elite. If you get off of zero and you get 0.01 of a Bitcoin, you're now in the Bitcoin elite. You can build off of that because 99% of the world haven't got any. 
Many of them won't ever get any. Many of them won't ever see this. They won't ever catch this vision. So get off the bat and just start dollar cost averaging in whenever you get paid. We're very fortunate we put, you know, a sum into Bitcoin um, that should see us out for life and our kids and grandkids. But I'm still dollar cost averaging in every month on payday. You should be too, as much as you can. Think about what you can save and then put into Bitcoin. How many Starbucks do you have that you could cut back on? How many takeaways could you get rid of your, I don't know, your Sky TV or or Netflix or something and whatever that monthly figure is, buy a little bit of Bitcoin? Because you see the, I don't know what it is, $7, seven pounds a month for Netflix doesn't seem like a lot. But if you do that over a year and you got $84 of Bitcoin, and then that a thousand X's over the next five or 10 years, did that give you more value than watching Netflix? Do we all like to watch TV now and again? Listen, I'm like most people sometimes, I don't want to be on my computer. I just want to be chilled out and relaxing. And we might put something on we enjoy, a good movie or something. So let's not, let's keep it in perspective, people. The point I'm making is how badly. Do you want to be a Bitcoin elite in the future? So it goes on. The math behind Da Vinci J15's idea is logically sound. Although his line of thought relies heavily on a few factors, mainly Bitcoin's global adoption, the asset currently holds a market cap of 194 billion. Gold, on the other hand, 9 trillion. Look, I believe if we hit 50K, we'll do 1 trillion which is why I also believe we can match in my lifetime gold's market cap of nine trillion and some. If it doesn't happen in my lifetime, it's going to happen in my kid's lifetime and my grandkid's lifetime. That is why I've got my strong Bitcoin hand where no one's getting my Bitcoin. What is your strategy, people? And finally, this one. The Norwegian government now indirectly owns over 570 Bitcoin. I want to emphasize indirectly, but it is still a government of the world, a nation state holding Bitcoin to some degree. And if you scroll down, Norway now holds Bitcoin is the headline. And it says the Norwegian government pension fund. Sorry, um, as per the report by on-chain analytics firm RK Research, the Norwegian government pension fund, also known as the oil fund, is exposed to the Bitcoin market by way of its holdings in enterprise software firm MicroStrategy, which itself holds over $375 million worth of the Pioneer digital asset. And there you go. You can see it. Um, you know, you've got BlackRock, 15.24 ownership, Vanguard Group, 11.72. And you've got Norwegian government pension fund, 1.51% of that value in micro strategy. So they're involved is the point I'm trying to make. And you are going to hit what I refer to as a critical mass, where all of a sudden a nation state is known to be involved in Bitcoin, and they're all going to be talking about it, researching it, looking into it. We'll hit a tipping point, 
where we'll tip over. It's almost like rolling a snowball up a hill. Eventually you get to the top, you let the snowball go and it rolls down the other side, gathering pace as it goes. And you, me and the world of armies cannot stop it. And that will come. And I believe it's coming soon. Time frame, no time frames. But in terms of Bitcoin widely adopted, in terms of marrying that against how long the world of money's been here, fiat currencies, etc. Soon. Uh, Yorkshire Bitcoiner, DCA every payday. I haven't put any savings into fiat banks for over four years. Yorkshire Bitcoiner, people take a leaf out of Yorkshire Bitcoiners and mine. Andy Lane, my wife's book, actually, because we do that every payday. And it's a good thing to do. Dollar cost average. Don't worry what the price is doing. You are steadily accumulating Bitcoin. And if you roll the clock back, let's just analyze that for a moment. Isn't that we were what we were taught to do when we were children? Save. Save for the future. Save for a rainy day. Isn't that all we're doing by dollar cost averaging? Think of this, people. <clears throat> Put a thousand dollars pounds into a typical UK, call it pounds for congruency, UK bank account. And at the end of the year, you'd be lucky if you get 30 quid in, in um, interest. Put that money into Bitcoin. Sure, there's a risk, albeit a small one, but you might just double or treble that money. And that is how I conveyed this to my stepmom, who's in her 70s. And she said to me, well, that is worth a punt on a tiny bit of my savings. And she's put that in. And already today, she is 3.6x up on her initial investment. And she, even she, at her age, is really excited about the potential run-up that we could see any time from now to two years' time. So think about that, people. Think about it. Okay, quick interlude to shout out for Dan at JustLearnBitcoin.com. Dan's in the chat with us. Um, he's got a website you can go to if you're new and check out JustLearnBitcoin.com. Everything over there from things like these bracelets I'm wearing. If you go to btcbracelets.com, you can get great discounts over there. He's got his merch over there. Basically, if you want to learn anything to do with wallet setup and backup, mining, vanity addresses, you know, questions, consultation packages, anything, just head over and at least check them out. If you go inside the homepage, you will find this link. Please help return 14.2 Bitcoin to Pastor Phil or Phil Volman. By the way, uh, I'm told Phil is in the house. So a shout out to Phil, Pastor Phil Volman. Great to have you with us on the show, Phil, as always. So Phil, if you go to the website, is a family man, 16 years of the cloth, um, was in the American military during the Vietnam War. His family have um, taken in and adopted disabled children. So he's done nothing but good during his life. Phil was um, accumulating Bitcoin for his family on his demise to take care of them. And if you actually go down and you click and watch these two videos we've done, it explains how Phil was scammed out of his Bitcoin. Also, if you click on the family story tab, you can in literally one scroll up or down, 
whichever way you want to do it. You can read the story, which will definitely pull on your heartstrings. If you then go over to the wallet info, you can see um, all the um, the transactions as Phil steadily bought his Bitcoin from the bottom here, from zero all the way up. He bought some other coins along the way. Um, but then to this in this narrow box, you can see 14.2 and then the very top one two years ago, zero. And all Phil was doing was a firmware update on his Trezor. If it can happen to him, why can't it happen to you? So on any of these pages, please click the link, go to Tallycoin and you can make a donation as small as 50 cents. People, if all you can afford is 50 cents, do it. But you know what? If you can do $10, $30, $50, $100, Phil would appreciate every single donation. And my goal is to help Phil get at least one sum or all of his Bitcoin back. So do go over and support Phil's cause. Back to the show. Found some corking tweets. I think they're great tweets. Number one, from Acer Taproot Cutting Grass. Now, don't just listen to what I say. Absorb this. I hold my keys on my own node, same as me, running behind the Tor privacy browser. I've coin joined some of my, some of my unspent transactions, which is UTXOs. I'm learning about multi-sig and geographically distributed keys. And yet, I'm still super scared of this next Bitcoin bull run. If you aren't, you are deluded. Get to work. What a great tweet. What does he mean by that? You know, if you freak out when you're trying to move a bit of Bitcoin when it's 10K, how are you going to feel when it's 100K and you're moving it? How many people on this chat, in this chat right now, would admit to experiencing where you've had to move some Bitcoin or you've opened up your Trezor or your Ledger or whatever and whilst it's populating, you've got that heart-pounding moment wondering, is all my Bitcoin going to be there? I've experienced it many times. And I was thinking, you know, I'll bet everyone on my chat, all the hard-nosed Bitcoiners, all the strong hands, if they were honest, would type yes in the chat if they could put their hand on their heart and say they've experienced that sick feeling until it populates on, you know, if you're behind Electrum or whatever you're doing. Uh, Rocky Palumbo's in the house. Great to have you with us, Rocky, uh, as always. Yep. Dollar cost average, buy the flipping dip and then hodl. Hold on to dear life. A winning strategy, says the legendary Rocky Palumbo. Uh, Zach Vohl, uh, a very well-known Bitcoiner. Micro strategy, undeniably one of the biggest cryptocurrency news items of this quarter wasn't covered by Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, or CNBC, all of which regularly publish cryptocurrency news pieces and occasionally micro strategy news too. Really odd, which links to this one from Pierre Rochard. Same thing. Mainstream journalists, Bloomberg, Financial Times, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, have written many articles about CSW or Craig Wright and zero articles about microstrategy. Why? Because they hate Bitcoin and they're not real journalists. It goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. 
you need to understand, people, if you are new to Bitcoin, that the mainstream media, they manipulate everything, including the current pandemic. It's all manipulated to control people, to get what they want. And what you've got to do is tune out of it all. Tune out of the noise and just focus on watching, looking at, reading, you know, the right information and following the right Bitcoiners. That's my strong advice. Armin Department, don't stress what price you, price you paid for your Bitcoin. The important thing is you took Bitcoin off the market and will store it for 10 years at least in your deep, deep cold storage multi-sig wallet. Second most important thing is that you'll keep doing it again and again and again, just like me. Now, there's a variable there for me and my particular age. I won't be storing my Bitcoin probably for 10 years. Some of it will come off the table. But if you're younger than me, this is an incredible philosophy coupled with what Rocky Palumbo just put in the chat about number one, dollar cost average every payday. Number two, buy the flipping dips. And number three, hold on for dear life. Without a doubt, a totally winning strategy combined with what Armand the Parman is saying here. <clears throat> and the final one from Anders, who I've interviewed on my show. I'll get him back at some point. I will. When Bitcoin was at the very bear market capitulation bottom in December 18, it was still up 853% on a four-year cycle, period. Always zoom out on the four-year halving cycle period, which is what I keep talking about. If you can learn the four-year cycle, the 210,000 block theory, and understand that during that process, there are highs, lows, bear markets, sideways markets. You've got to be in it long enough to allow a cycle to come around. Imagine what you, I'm looking at you right now, holding Bitcoin right now. Imagine if over the next four years, it didn't 853% grow, but grew by 400%. Would you be happy? No, I would. That's what you've got to consider, people. Bitcoin is not for the get rich quick. It is not to jump in now and make a fast buck in a few days or a few weeks. It is a long term solution to the world's long term financial problems and issues. That's the way I view Bitcoin. So on to my quote and hold with me before you tune out because I've got this one up for a reason. Okay, don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. I was watching Bitcoin Meister's show last night, and I think people probably know now that very sadly, a few days ago, um, Adam lost his grandma, who he was desperately close to. We know recently he lost his father as well. Uh, two years ago, coming up soon, I think. Crikey, where has that gone? Um, and on Adam's show last night, he sort of lost it a little bit and almost blurted out what well, he did, blurt out in the middle of the show, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Now, is that a great loss to the space? Most definitely it would be. 
But Adam's got over 1,800 shows, I believe, out there. And you can learn everything about you need to know about Bitcoin, like I've done for three and a bit years from going into his archives that are always going to be there. Is he going to disappear off the scene? No. He may rethink and come back and do his daily Bitcoin shows. He may not. But whatever Adam decides to do must be right for Adam and not right for us. OK, which means don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. I'm sometimes tired and I don't want to do my Bitcoin show, but I do it. But I'm not done. When I'm done, I will know I'm done and I won't want to do this anymore. But until then, the show goes on, as Freddie Mercury uh, said. So, Adam, whatever you decide to do, um, it has been an absolute pleasure and a delight and a great learning curve for me watching your show seven days a week. Whenever you run a show, I will be on it. I will be on your This Week in Bitcoin shows, tuned in, learning from some of the greats that you get on there. But if you feel the time is right to take a step back, Adam, you take that step back, man. And I'll tell you why. Because we get one crack at life. This is not a rehearsal for anything, people. You know, if you believe in reincarnation, you know, where we come back a second time, here's my top advice as I pull the show to a close. Enjoy life the first time round, just in case you're wrong, if that makes sense. So I'm going to personally say thanks to Adam Meister for everything he's done for me personally and my wife Elaine who tunes in over the last three and a half years. We've learned a whole bunch from you and we'll be eternally grateful to Bitcoin Meister. So people, that is my Bitcoin show for today. Thanks for tuning in as always. Please like this video. Please share it. I would really appreciate it if you would simply tweet it out. It takes a heartbeat to pick the link up, go over to Twitter. If you thought it was worth people watching, maybe for inspiration, then just say, hey, check this dude's site out. That would really help me. If you're new, subscribe. Next to the subscribe button, there's a big bell button. Hit it and you'll be notified when I go live twice a week. Tweet it out. Follow me on one of my other social media platforms. They're going to come up in a minute. Um, I would encourage you to do that because if you've been around long enough, you know that both myself and Bitcoin Meister, we had our channels taken down, as did, as did BTC Sessions. I think Tone Vase had his taken down by YouTube at some point. If that happens and you're following me on another one of the platforms, you can head straight over and pick up my videos. Please follow me on my backup YouTube channel, UK Space Bitcoiner. And then if ever this goes down, then you've got me instantly going live the very next session on the UK Bitcoiner backup channel. So definitely follow me there. People, that is it for today. Thank you again, every one of you for your support. I couldn't do this show without your support. Um, I want to make the show grow. I want to help the Bitcoin community as a whole as we lead up towards the pumps. So anything you can do to help me expose my show to more people, then listen, from the bottom of my heart, I would greatly appreciate it. That is my show for today, people. Enjoy the rest of your day, morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. 
Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off, but I will be back on Monday as normal. Cheers, everyone. Have yourselves a great day and a weekend. I'm out of here.